Hello, I'm Roger Bisbee from Skill Builder. Now in our plumbing videos, which I sincerely hope you've watched, we use quite a lot of plastic pipe. Now there's a bit of a debate going on, there are questions coming in about the use of plastic pipe, where it's appropriate and how to use it and so on, and also which fittings are best to use on it. So in order to answer those questions, I decided to come and visit one of the major manufacturers of plastic pipes in Cork in Ireland to put your questions directly to them. Hello Chris. Morning Roger. Hello, hi. Hey, nice to meet you, welcome to Pipe Life. Thank you very much. Come this way. Sunny day, I never knew such a thing existed in Ireland. No, it does on some days and you're on here on one of the, yeah. one of the two days of the year when we get some sunshine. Yeah, lovely place anyway. Where are you taking me down here? We're on quite a unique site here. We've got the, the factory up at the top. Yeah. And down in the down in the valley here through the woods is the uh, the offices and the, the brand new training centre that oh, we've opened. Okay. So who comes to your training centre? Plumbers from, from the UK and yeah. from the from the Irish market. Right. Um, and they're coming over to get trained in our, the full range of the products. Right. Uh, I mean what you're what you're interested in today is the pipe and the fittings. Yeah. This is the brand new training centre here, Roger. Yeah. Opened opened earlier this year and we're, we're very proud of it. So I've always wondered, why pipe life? Pipes for life, Roger. It's That's a, it. It's as simple as that. So I understand that you're 50 years old now. I mean, I don't mean you personally, but the company. 50 years. Happy birthday. So, so you they've been making plastic pipe on this site for 50 years. 50 years, in one form or another, 50 years. That's incredible, because there's a lot yep. of people that believe it's fairly new. Yep. And that, you know, I, I was actually on the original John Guest plumber's panel when he started out making pipe for the plumbing industry. He'd actually been in the brewing industry and the, the automotive industry, but he'd never made pipe for plumbers or plastic fittings for plumbers, which was really his game. So he got us together, a bunch of plumbers, and we kind of fed him information about plumbing fittings and so on, and he designed his range. It was a bit of a push to begin with, you know, to get plastic pipe established in the marketplace with plumbers that were used to copper and they got you know an affection for their old blow lamp and everything yeah and there was a point where you looked at it and thought it'd never take off and of course now it's really taken off hasn't it so yeah and for the for all those major brands are, are there yeah and for the younger lads it's just become second nature now yeah, uh, yeah. and obviously the way we, the way we build new build houses uh, plastic just lends itself perfectly to the construction. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. I mean, uh, you know, threading it through what we call cabling it through loft conversions, yeah. all this. Oh, it just, just you'd never want to go back to the the old days. So, so copper's still got its place. Let's yep. be fair. On the surface, it looks nice in an airing cupboard and so on. Yep. But for all those hidden bits, then, then this is obviously the way forward. But when I look at the different brands that are out there, I've seen pipe. The, yeah, you look at it and, it and it's half the price sometimes, sometimes half the price of the other stuff. And I'm thinking, I don't want to put this in a building and it calls problems. Because yep. that's the worst thing for a plumber is he gets callbacks. Yep. You know, he's, put, he's trying to save a few quid, he's putting in an inferior product and he's got, he's got trouble forevermore. So what am I looking for when I look for pipe? You know, let, let, forget the brands, because we all know, you know, Hep2O and, and yep. JD and so speak it so on. So what is your brand called? Easy Lay. Easy Lay now, yep. now not, yep. not Lay Flat, but Easy Lay, yeah? Yeah. If you're, if you're looking for a pipe, a push fit pipe in yeah. UK sizes, you want to be looking for a Kite Mark, a British Standard, yeah. a RAS approval, and a guarantee from the manufacturer. And we have all of those 
as well as some of the other names that you all know in the industry, yeah. which would be Hep2O, John Guest, Polypipe. They were probably the, the three brands, as yeah. well as ourselves, that any of the installers will come across. We all make to the same British standard. It's the same, so it's the same British standard, same RAS approval, same raw material in many cases as well. So I have heard that you actually make pipe for other people. Yeah, we have done that in the past for yeah. considerable amounts of time, um, yeah. for some of the names that people will know. Um, so there's a there's a very good chance that, that a lot of the a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot, a lot of the guys and girls watching this video today will have used our pipe already with someone else's packaging on it. Right. Almost certainly. So so when I look on the pipe, it's all stamped up, isn't it? On, yep. on the a length of pipe, it's yep. got all that kind of mark and everything else yep. on it. I've been yep. around your factory now. Yep. I've had a look around and seen how it's made. Yeah. And uh, I know the importance of all that identification yep. and traceability yep. that you have on pipe. So so basically, what we're saying is that. There's complete peace of mind yep. if they use There's, there's complete peace of mind, and that's what the installer needs to look for, is the, the British standard kite mark. It takes a lot of investment to have the kite mark. Yeah, I know, it's not cheap, is it's it? It's not cheap, um, and obviously you'll find anything. It, to be honest, it, you do see imports coming in um, yeah. occasionally from, from uh, abroad or other markets, um, but it's very rare that they would ever really gain any traction in the UK. Most nearly all plumbers want to put in a quality pipe that sure, they know they yeah, can rely yeah, on and that they yeah. can trust. And if they go for the British standard, yeah. of which there's only four supplies. Question we get asked a lot. a lot. I know a lot of plumbers believe you can only use one manufacturer's fittings with their pipe and you mustn't mix them up. But I think I know that you can actually swap them around, compression fittings and push fit. Yeah, one of the, one of the main reasons plumbers choose our pipe is they love the fact that it's universal. So they can buy a coil of our easy lay pipe and whether they are a HEP2O plumber, a John Guest plumber, or they're indeed using our own twist lock fitting. They're all British standard fittings and they're all compatible with our British standard pipe. Um, if you think about it, it's much the same as using any of those fittings on a piece of 15 mil copper. Mm. 15 mil is 15 mil, 22 mil is 22 mil. That was the point of having a standard so that everything yeah. was standardized. Yeah, so it's all the same. It's all the same. I suppose because of my sort of history, if you like, with you know John Vest, all the rest of the development, I, I kind of I know the technical names for you know crosslink polyethylene pipe and polybutylene pipe, but a lot of plumbers don't know that. They kind of just know the pipe by other terms. You know, they're not going to go in and ask for PEX, for example. Yeah, the plumbers mostly talking brand. So yeah. I, I use Hep2O or I use. Pipe life easy lay. They're not too concerned with what the actual materials material is uh, used in the manufacture of it. Although that said, that is what gives it its properties. Yeah, so the exactly. more flexible pipes are polybutylene, yeah. um, of which we manufacture. Um, and in a minute, we can have a look at some of the pipes that are on the table here, Roger, and, yeah. and, and you know, I suppose clarify once and for all um, to your viewers what they are, what they actually are, yeah. um, and the differences between them. Because the other thing is, it's almost like you're trying to confuse us because I, I understood that the PEX was white and polybutylene was grey at one time and that was very easy to see the difference. The grey stuff was more flexible, but now we've got white polybutylene. Yeah? Correct. So, yep. you know, yeah. it just seems to me that there's... Yeah, there was why, the... why do you have white and grey, for goodness sake? It's a good question. <laughs> um, I suppose historical reasons, um, you know, and you've got very... 
different regions that have more of an affiliation to one colour or another. Really? Uh, Grey areas, if you want to, if you want to <laughs> use that description. Um, yeah, and, and and for whatever reason, that's just the way it's, the market's evolved. And trying to get a grey plumber to switch to white, or trying to get a white plumber to switch to grey. Seriously, so if I go very around, if I go around Britain, yeah. there will be pockets of places where they're using white pipe or grey pipe. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, really? Yeah, certainly. So the so the local merchant that the guys or the girls are using yeah. would be primarily grey. They'd be buying a grey pipe, or they might be buying a white pipe, and it's just the way it's always been done, yeah. and it tends to tends Never to tends, ten, tends to stay that way. Yeah. Never mix the two. Yeah, <laughs> it just looks horrible. Yeah, but of course the other thing is let's let's say you can also uh, this is something that uh, again a lot of plumbers don't don't know is that you can use compression fittings and you can connect to copper. You don't have to use a push fit fitting to connect to copper you can yeah no 100% as long as it's a British standard compression fitting yeah no issue whatsoever and uh, the liners are slightly different aren't they because the, you can't like there are liners that aren't suitable for compression fittings yeah there's yeah. from some manufacturers there yeah. are um, yeah. there are particular inserts which are only to be used with push yeah. fit you use with, inserts I, I say liners but inserts yeah, yeah, yeah. same 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 yeah, thing yeah sweet. sorry different yeah. different terminology yeah, yeah. Um, certainly with our liners yeah. Um, they're suitable for use with either either a compression fitting, or with a push fit fitting. Yeah. Oh, so so yeah. So there's no. So, com- so there's the no universal. If, if you if you're buying a pipe life insert, you can it's, you can you can be confident thing. you can. It doesn't matter whether you put compression on it or whether you put push fit on it. it doesn't matter. Insert. It's a plastic insert. Yeah. yeah. So it's a reinforced plastic. Okay. With the liners, my trick is that to make sure I remember to fit a liner in every every fitting is that I count out the fittings I need for the run. So I'm in a loft or under the floor or something. So I'll get my fittings and then I put in the same polythene bag enough liners for each fitting. So when I get to the end of a run, if I look in the polythene bag and I see there's an extra liner in there, I know that I've missed one out somewhere down the line. It does happen every so often. You answer the phone, you forget to shove one in, but that's my foolproof way of doing it. Now I know plumbers that don't even put liners in any of their pipe. They just don't bother buying them. They just, they just do it without. And I wonder because they're saving what 50p or whatever they are each and i'm thinking why would you take that risk because surely that liner is there for a reason yeah 100 percent. you have to use a liner when you are making a push fit joint or a compression joint and to make sure that you get a nice seal on that push fit fitting onto that pipe it's almost certain if you don't use an insert you will have a problem with that system at some point really? in the future yeah i've noticed having a look around your production line that you've got this multi-camera system which is looking at the pipe as it comes through for any kind of blemish at all and when that pipe comes through it's absolutely spotless when it's delivered to us it's wrapped up and it's perfect and then there's a chance that obviously if we're using an o-ring on that push fit fitting there's a chance of a leak isn't there there's a chance uh, in all honesty it's very very rare yeah. you know, most installers are very very conscientious about how they look after pipe and how they treat things when they're on site and it's just a little bit of care roger about yeah. common sense you know don't drag it over a, over, a, over a piece of brick or stone or timber or something rough that's going to scratch it. Or, or just sleeve the hole. If you're going through yeah. a, a brick ball and you could just put a bit of sleeve Yeah, exactly, on yeah. It's just, just like a pipe. One thing I've noticed is that you do pipe in pipe. Now, I see this being used all over the continent. I think it's a fantastic system. I know they use it all over Scandinavia. In fact, it's the regs. You've got to use it. But it doesn't seem to be used in, in the UK. And I think that's a great shame because I love the idea that you can have this conduit, you can have this continuous length of pipe 
under the floor and the only joints you've got are visible at the manifold or at the end fitting. So that way, if you've got any leaks, you know which way they are. If somebody puts a nail through the pipe, you can just drag a new bit of pipe through the conduit without having to dig the floor up. So to me, that is something that's crying out to be adopted. I'd love to see it because you've got lovely color coding, red and blue, and uh, it's just a shame that, that the UK plumbers haven't embraced it, but I think it's gonna come. I think eventually, It'll be commonplace and it'll be great. Maybe not in my lifetime, but who knows? To me, that's when plastic pipe comes into its own. Yeah. You know, no joints under a floor. I mean, what more, what more could you want yeah. than that as an installer? Um, going from A to B, total peace of mind, colour coded. Yeah. Obviously, the, the ability to change the pipe if anything should ever happen for whatever reason at some point in the future. The fact that you can buy a pre-ducted piece of plastic pipe is a huge benefit to an installer working on a site. Yeah, that you don't have to duct that pipe. Yeah, saves yeah. a lot of time. So, I mean, let's have a look at the pipe anyway. You, you, you show me what, what's involved. First of all, your pipe. What's interesting here, Roger, is if we look at all these pipes, they are all polybutylene pipes, or PB, as it's sometimes referred to. So, so what, what you call an easy lay pipe? Yeah, we call it easy lay. Yeah. Now, John Guest call it lay flat. Yeah. Poly pipe call it poly plum and poly fit. Yeah. And then there's HEP2O as well. They're the pipes that the installers will know. And like I say, we make a polybutylene pipe and we call it Easy Lay. Now, what's interesting about these pipes when they're all stripped down to the cellophane is the raw material's the same. The British standard is exactly the same, BS7291. Mm. They're all RAS approved. There is no difference in these pipes. The only difference in this pipe is the guarantee that the manufacturer gives. Now we give 50 years, which is the same as some and longer than others. So we still get comments on, on our videos where people say, oh, I wouldn't use that plastic pipe, that won't last, that'll all be going, that'll all be going. Any evidence of that? I'm, you know, you've been around for 50 years. <laughs> I mean, funnily enough, I've got to say, you know, I've fitted loads and loads of plastic pipe over the years. I've never had any callbacks, any problems with it at all. I don't, can't really recall having any, no, any I, leaks on the fittings even, actually. No, you were telling me about a job you were on the other day where you uh, actually found a piece of our pipe that had been in there and we worked out oh, roughly, yeah, yeah. roughly it must have been 20 years. That's right, yeah. And we see it all the time, pipe that's gone in 20 plus years ago and it's as good as the day it went in. Yeah, I mean the, the, the installer can be very confident in the 50 year life of the product, that's why we guarantee it for that period of time. And of course one of the big advantages in plastic pipe is that smooth bore, it means that you don't get that lime scale build up like you do in metal pipes and so on, so you've got a good flow through all the time. There are so many benefits of using it um, to the installer in terms of ease of installation, but then in, in terms of the system longevity as well. Now, I know this stuff is durable because I've actually seen experiments carried out or demonstrations carried out back in the early days where they put boiling water through this pipe and they blew it up to like 20 bar, way above the, the, the you know, 12 bar recommendation, if you like. And um, it didn't, it just went up like a balloon. And then once it cooled down, once they got the water out, it cooled down, it just went back to its original shape, which is, Amazing, so I know it's durable, but you know, what about frost, for example? Well, the benefit of obviously a plastic pipe is that when it freezes, it will allow for some expansion, which yeah. you won't get with a metallic pipe. So, to some extent, uh, I suppose there's better protection with a plastic pipe than there would be with a metallic pipe. I mean, that said, it's still best practice to obviously always oh, lag exactly as you would do yeah. and insulate exactly as you would do with a metallic pipe, but you have got a little bit more peace of mind that 
frost isn't going to be an issue. So go back to its original size and shape. Yep. Once it's frozen, because I know copper yep. doesn't. Yep. You know, you, once copper freezes, it expanded. Yep. You try and get a fitting on the end of it, you can't. Yep. So, you know, that was always a major problem. You had to cut out the complete frozen yep. section and start again. So, yep. so it's more durable in cold weather. More durable in cold weather, and certainly in terms of going back to what you said about performance yeah. in service. Uh, because we make it to the British standard and going back to what we said earlier, that is the thing that the installer needs to check for. Has it got this kite mark on it and has it got this BS certification? And if it does, the service conditions for all of them are the same. Yeah. So they would all perform in exactly the same way. And uh, I mean, from memory, short-term overloads of 114 degrees. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, when it's tested, it will go up to that? Yeah. 114 degrees is very yeah. hot, actually, isn't it? Yeah, that's the British standard. Yeah, yeah. Like you say, yeah. in, 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 in other tests, yeah. you might see performance way beyond that in reality. Right, so look, I'm sorry to keep banging away about this, but I, what I can't understand, you tell me that pipe is exactly the same as the major competitors. I believe you, yeah? So how come you can afford to sell it so much cheaper? It's nothing more complicated than the name that is on the packaging of the pipe that you buy. There's no difference in the material. There's no difference in the British standard. It's RAS approved. And that's why for an installer, you know, to go out tomorrow morning and make a switch, yeah. it's one of the easiest savings that they could make this yeah. year. Yeah, straight you away. Know, straight away. A plumber buying a coil a week. You yeah. know, the 30% thir well, you refer to, it's, it's, it's you know, you, can, you could easily say you would, you would save 10 pounds a coil. Well, that's, if you were talking about a 20, this is 25. So 25 meter 25 coil of 15 mil. Coil there. If I only installed a coil a week, I'd starve to death. I'd probably do about five or six of those and, and the 22 as well. So. Well, that's 60 quid a week. You also do it in straight lengths, don't you? It's we not do. just in coils. We do. The range that's out there from all the manufacturers is the straight lengths in three meter, in six meter, uh, in 15 mil and 22 mil and 28. Uh, we also make then coils right through in diameter from 10 mil to 28 in generally 25s, 50s, 100s, and then we do some larger sizes for underfloor heating as well. One of the things that the installers really like about our pipe is if they buy a larger coiler pipe in 15 mil and use it for ah, underfloor, yeah, yeah. any of the offcuts are perfectly, obviously it's the same pipe, so they can yeah. use the, if they get a 20 meter offcut, it's yeah, perfectly yeah. suitable for the hot and cold yeah. installation that they're doing at the same time. Got it, so it's all rated the same. because that's the same pipe. I have heard Underfloor heating guys have said to me, you know, manufacturers I'm talking about, have said to me, you can't use our underfloor heating pipe on hot and cold supplies because although it's the same pipe, it's not rated for it, it's not tested for it. So yeah, there's, there's lots of pipes out there that are only, are only suitable for underfloor heating. Yeah. And they also might be European size as well, so they might be 16 mil. Yeah. But that's why, that's why a lot of the plumbers just love the pipe. You know, it's 15 mil. It's a, it's a, a universal pipe, to use that word, that they can yeah. use with it our push fit fitting or any of the other British standard push yeah. fit fittings, as well as underfloor. Okay. It, 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 you know, it's the, it's the one colour pipe you can put in the back of the van and it'll do everything for you. One of the things I notice is that some plumbers, they will talk about, oh, I want to use the barrier pipe, I want the barrier pipe. Now, I've had a look, and there was a time when it wasn't all barrier pipe, but now it is. Now it seems to me that whether it's PEX or PB, it's barrier pipe. So what is it? What are they, why are they asking for barrier pipe? Well, when they go and asking for barrier pipe, I think a lot of the time there's confusion about the terminology and what they actually want is a flexible pipe. So they want a polybutylene pipe. So from us, that'd be an easy lay pipe. Yeah. Okay, so that's what they should be asking for, easy lay. Yeah, if it's, it's a, all barrier. If they want a soft, a nice, flexible pipe to work yeah. with from Pipe Life, they should be asking for Pipe Life okay. easy lay. 
So if you were doing surface runs, I mean, a lot of guys would, you know, probably me, I do surface runs in copper and all the hidden stuff in, in the PB. But if, um, if I was doing surface runs in plastic, which I quite like the idea of, because it's nice and white and it looks neat, um, possibly the one I want to be using is the straight lengths of PEX yep. that you make. You make straight lengths of PEX, don't you? We do. PEX is just another raw material that yeah. plastic pipe is made out of. Yeah. Now, by its nature, it's slightly more rigid is probably the best description yeah. for it. So it lends itself perfectly to a straight length. The other reason that the installers would choose PEX is on price as well. There's a price differential between PEX and polybutylene. So you generally would see that PEX might be 15 or 20% cheaper than a polybutylene really? pipe. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. So yeah. The, rigid the rigidity of the pipe is a bonus in a straight length. Yeah. And it's also going to be cheaper than buying a straight length in polybutylene. Ah. And you do it up to six metres, don't you? Yeah, we do three metre lengths, six metre lengths. And we also sell a full range in coils as well. Yeah. Obviously, with that price differential, a lot of plumbers yeah. still... Some prefer the, the, the rigidity of it anyway, even in a coil. That's yeah. just what they've got used to. Yeah. And they also like that saving that they make on it as well. We, we, we've seen, obviously, a, an increase in the, in the sales of polybutylene pipe at the Easy Lay. Yeah. There's a lot of customers out there that are very, very loyal to PEX. Really? And that's, yeah, that's what they get used to, and that's what they like. Yeah. Um, it certainly holds its own. So what about flux? Shouldn't come into contact with it. Never. So flux should not come into contact, contact with pipe and fittings. And obviously, you know what the, the best practice is at the, uh, at the end of an install. Flush it through. Flush it through. And of course, inhibitors, Furnox, Sentinel, and the other ones that are around. No problem using inhibitor in it at all. So another little question, um, ultraviolet light, because I know some people like to use it for outside taps, run a bit of pipe along the outside of the building. Yep. Is that a problem? Not a problem at all, providing it's painted, lagged, or protected in some way from UV light. So UV will attack it if yeah. it's left, but, yeah. but obviously if you just wrap the pipe up. Yeah, as long as you protect it, no issue at all outside. Okay, so I think that covers the most frequently asked questions that we've got. If there's any more questions from our viewers, I'm sure there will be. We know where you are, so we still pester you. Um, but thanks very much for taking the time to see us today. The only thing is our, our viewers will be asking, where can they get the pipe? Well, we've got stockists all over the country, Roger. Uh, I think the best thing to do is if you give us a call or an email, Tell us whereabouts you are and we'll put you in touch with a merchant that we know can supply you with our product. And if you can't find a merchant that's got our product locally to you, you've got the online retailers, of which there's many, Yeah. or ask your merchant. Yeah, you know, ask if your merchant you, if you're, Yeah, if you're a plumber and you want to make a saving and you're buying something that's not giving you a saving, you've got to go in and ask for it. Brilliant, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Good to see you. It's been fantastic having you. You're welcome anytime. Thanks a lot.